Good afternoon, traders. Even though it's 11, guess what? We are on the SPACs attack. Guess what, guys? Muds, what happened? What happened? It blew up. The deal, it's gone. Stay here, guys. We're going to talk all about it. If you guys want to go ahead, do me the favor, smash the like. And like always, let's get the SPACs attack started. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. What's going on, traders? Yes, yes, the mud situation is not fun at all to hear. Uh, you guys let me know in the chat what you guys think about this mud situation. You know, the top SPAC merger collapses here after the loss of the MLB trading card deal. The deal fell through through mutual agreement, really. MLB and the union representing its players both reached new exclusive licensing deals with Fanatics on online sports merchandise retailer. Uh, you guys know Fanatics. I mean, I think I bought this jersey at Fanatics, really. Um, they're definitely gotten the connections with the leagues for that the last couple of years. I mean, and, and then now what you're seeing is they're taking that next step into it. They're going into the card business. Not a bad step there, but tops. I mean, with the, the with this deal collapse, tops will actually remain private. And it said that the SPAC merger had been announced in April and would be valued at a combined entity at $1.16 billion. The real question is now, where does the valuation stand with tops? That's the hard part here. Tops expects to be able to produce substantially all the current licensed baseball products through 2025. That's when this would switch on over and then they would get the full access um, fanatics. But what do you guys think in the chat about this? I mean, definitely something different happening there in this back game. Uh, looks like we're finally getting over our, our live trading uh, stream to come on over. Welcome to it, guys. Yes, the tops, the tops. It, it just got lit on fire, man. What What a day. I mean, not necessarily what we wanted to see in MUDs, but let's take a look how the stock is actually reacting off of this. It's all the way down to the 987 mark right now. But there's something, I mean, there's something to keep in mind now, right? Since we don't have a deal, you essentially could get back your money, right? I think this is what a lot of people are going to be doing. Um, now it's going to be interesting to see what happens with MUDs and to see what happens with tops, to see if someone else wants to take tops or does tops just kind of go away here. Um, it's going to be interesting. They tried to come out with the new NFTs to really push, but the, the real question is, I mean, this is why I warn on warrants, guys. Why? Because if you had warrants, the floor is zero, guys. Guess what? The floor is zero. And, and this is why I'm always concerned about trading warrants. I personally, I stay out of warrants because, I mean, as much as you can get the return, you also have so much more risk. I mean, I can't stress it enough, guys. Um, you know, we've we've talked about warrants on here. And yeah, uh, Chris trades some warrants and, and I, you know, power to him. If he can do it and make the returns. I just personally, I try to stay out of warrants completely. Um, if I do, uh, it would be probably because I went for the units. Units doesn't sound too bad because you're getting both the, the common and, and the warrant. Then I understand why you're taking your risk. 
but this is the perfect example of what can happen and why you need to also diversify in your plays. I know a lot of people are trading these warrants and they're treating it more like a day trading vehicle and they're putting all their money into that one vehicle. That's definitely not the way I like to trade. Uh, so pretty much you, you got to be careful there. Uh, strictly pre-rumors <laughs> warrants. I like it, John. Hey, whatever works for you guys. I mean, if it works, you can do it consistent, then follow it. 100%. But if, it, if you feeling that, you know, you're doing these and you're getting random returns, that's when I try to stay away from something. And, and for me personally, I, I don't do good on the warrants. I don't think I've even tried it, but it's not for me. I, I know my risk tolerance and that's not it right there. Um, re reason why is, I mean, you got to also watch these like a hawk. I mean, they move, they move 30, 40, 50% in an instant. And I'm not trying to be, not watching my stock while it's moving 30 to 40%. Just sold your short in MSDSU units. Hey, definitely it, it got destroyed. NCAL, you didn't if you didn't hear, we already talked about it. Yes, tops merger spec collapses here after the loss of the MLB trading card deal. We'll have to pay attention to really what happens after this. Uh, but it's gonna be interesting to see. Like like a hotch, see what you did there. <laughs> hey, but we'll definitely be watching what happens to tops now. What happens? Like, where are they going to get into? Because I mean, and I was talking about this on the pre pre market show with Dennis Dick and, and Spencer. And I, I mean, they have something right in what they were saying. They're like tops. All you know is baseball cards. All you know it. And I mean, a lot of us are going to think, well, they'll just go. 5x or 10x on the nfts yeah that could help them out but they're kind of right there right that the story has always been the actual trading cards what happens now that that story is away and what happens to their valuation uh their valuation now that this is just not there anymore all right no worries ncal it happens all the time yikes so MUDs, just to return to an acquisition company, yeah, they can go for another one now, right? What's to say that they can't go for another one? They'll just probably go here and go for another one. So, hey, Tops is gone, and we'll see if Tops comes back any other way. All right, so from when we've been gone, guys, we've had a couple of merger votes that have been done. Uh, let's take a look how the stocks are reacting on that. Um, just to let you guys know, if I did it, I didn't because we were talking about MUDs. Uh, Chris is out sick right now. He's not going to be with us today. Uh, so if you guys can shoot him a little message on Twitter, at Chris Ketchy, let him know. Hey, get better, my man. We'll have you back on soon. The SPAC family misses you. And I decided I couldn't let you guys without another show today. So I'm just going to go through some random watch list. I don't have too much prepared because we were going to get into an interview but that interview is getting pushed back. We'll bring it back to you guys. Um, so now we're going to be paying attention to just stocks from the chat. You guys engage with me. Let me know what you guys are looking at in the SPAC industry. What stories are on your mind? Where do you think there could be some good reversals? What could make moves? And if you're seeing one that could potentially come down towards that $10 level.
So let's take a look here at the watch list, see what we're seeing out there, and we can talk based off of that, right? Um, first things first, I wanted to go through those merger votes, ones that already just went through. So you can look at RMGB. This one's trading actually down, as you guys can see, pushing down there to $9.00. $8.60. I wonder what the redemption was like in RMGB. Um, somebody could look that up. Let me know. Uh, it'd take a little while for me to do it right now live, but uh, it'd be interesting to find out that. Let's keep going. Let's get into LIVK. Uh, this one's going to be switching over to Agile Thought. Look at this one. This one actually popped up on that on the 19th. It popped up to a high of 12.27. Not a bad one. I wonder what the uh, kind of vote merger redemption was in this one, but really quick pop and a really quick turnaround there. Uh, we'll see if it'd be able to hold $10 on pull on pullbacks now. I know a lot of people are talking about some other stocks in the chat or in the SPACs attack, so unfortunately we won't be talking about FUV. Um, Microsoft, the new highs, hey, Power to Microsoft. You guys were watching live trading. I can't blame you. Zunaid was able to nail a trade in there. So we'll definitely take a look. I'm catching up with the chat here. What's up, guys? Condolences to the muds at the, at the high buyers. I, I can't blame. I mean, you guys heard me talk a little bit bad about muds before it started coming down. I never liked when I found out about their kind of compensation plan and how they're paying out their kind of uh, – their deal there. So now that it didn't go through, I mean, who knows? Maybe they change it up. You can trade your NFTs. Uh, I'll definitely be probably trying to get out of my NFTs from tops right now. I have a lot of baseball ones. Who knows? You guys want to do a giveaway? You guys want me to do an NFT tops giveaway? I'll, I'll start giving away my NFTs a little bit. You guys can have some of mine. Why not share the value, right? What happens to value of tops NFTs? More rare now? More than likely, I mean, they're probably not going to be coming out with more right now, uh, at least for the time being. I think they're going to definitely have to figure things out, Solar. So we'll see the prices. I haven't looked at it right now. Uh, my baseball cards were going down a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, I can't be mad either. I spent like $15 and the value of it standing at like 200 So not a bad return for them. But I'll just hang on to some of them just because I like baseball at me at the end of the day. I wouldn't give them away. They will explode in prices soon. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll do a giveaway. You guys put a one in the chat if you guys wanted me to do a giveaway with some NFTs from that tops. I'll, if we get an overwhelming like up to 150 likes, I'll do it. You know what? That's the like goal today. 150 likes and I'll give away. You know what? I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, guys. But if we get to 150 likes today, I'm going to give away one of my epic exclusives. If you know what if you know what the tops NFTs are, I only have one of these. <laughs> and I'm giving it away, guys. So you guys smash that like, get it up there to 150. Show me you guys appreciate it and I'll, I'll definitely do a giveaway here. Let's take a look at Ride, guys. What is going on in Ride? Is there any news out there? Let's take a look here. See if we got anything on the pro. Looks like uh, looks like we have something here. Let me just get some water right quick. 
All right, so Lordstown's motor demonstrates ca capabilities of the Lordstown Endurance at Northeast Chapter of America Association Airport. Ah, this seems like such a gimmick. I, I don't know why. I have to say, man, I, I'm reading this title and it just seems like such a gimmick. But let, let's see what happened here. The show ran from August 15 to 17, which attended by members of the NEC, including airport executives. Uh, responsible for making the fleet vehicle purchase decisions, providing exhibitors an opportunity to showcase the latest technology of today's airports, wants and needs. The Endurance was the only EV pickup show at the show. Uh, so pretty much it was it was just kind of one of these road shows where you where you show off a vehicle. I don't think this is really that big of a headline here, but as you guys can see, investors jumped all over it today. They actually bought it up. Look how we got a big move here on the one minute. We went from about 485s up there to 550s now. Big move here for uh, kind of ride. I didn't expect to see this bounce up, but crazy push up there on the five minute. What do you guys think about that headlines? It, it didn't really stand out to me, but we'll see. Mitch showing off the guns. Hey, what's going on, Hannah? That's the only way. There's some ones. I'm seeing the ones. Some people want that Epic exclusive. What's up? What's up? Hey, dudes. Thanks to Ryan for the look on BTBT. Hey, you know where you're at. Smash the like. Let's keep it going. Yogi. So Ryan switching its target to suitcase and loading carts. Pretty much solar. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard not to... There's two companies I've talked about it, Ride and Nicola. They just have turned around, and they're just not what we wanted to see. Um, and, and we want better representation of specs. You know, we want these to have the the look that they're supposed to do. One of the things with Ride, I mean, it, we're coming up really close to the time that they were supposed to have some vehicles ready for us. You know, they've already talked about they've pushed that date back. Um, it's not going to happen, but. I wonder what's going to happen with this company. Is someone going to have the kind of tenacity to buy a company like this? Or could GM maybe just step in and just up their stake and take the company? Um, a lot of people have talked about GM possibly doing it just because they want to get some of the credits that the vehicle could produce. We'll see what happens in this. Um, and definitely good day there for ride guys. Heisen Motors also up today on the five minute. Good push on up there. Uh, and wouldn't you know it? Nicola. Nicola. Up 6.87% there, guys. Really ripping on up. We'll see what happens with Nicola. <laughs> Look at this. This this describes Nicola to a key. <laughs> Uh, these kind of charts make me laugh. Look at the five minute yesterday. This is a ride. If you if you got who wants to take on a roller coaster ride? This this is exactly what you call a roller coaster ride because it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. You never just know where it's going. So hang on to your seats there if you're in not if you're in Nicola. I wish you luck if this if this is the kind of stock that you trade. But one that stands out to me is what PTRA starting to get a reversal here from a bottoming action. We were looking at this one to see if it could get below 10. 
I always said that if it could get below 10, I'd start getting interested. Now you got a nice bullish engulfing candle. The thing I'm going to look for is if we can retrace to, let's say, about 9, 10. I'll risk off this bottom here, which is 877. So this is PTRA Proterra. <clears throat> I think it's going to do good here now that it has this reversal. And it's, in, in a 10 washout, sometimes it may seem like a really bad thing, but it could also mean that now you're in more valuation period where the stock can get at a price where investors really find the value. Let's go ahead and, and you can see this thing came from 1250s really hard down there to 877. Now bouncing up, had a high of 952. I want to see it close above nine and then maybe test nine again. And I'll try to get in there and hold towards that low 877. But really, you got to be careful with these because the monthly keeps pointing down. And until you see really green monthlies, I've been talking about this for a while on, on SPACs attack. You got to be careful. All right. Catching up with the chat. What's up? Looks like some people are talking about some stocks. So I'll definitely get into one of those. Show me an EV that can survive the Descartes rally and I'll go all in. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get one for you. I we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. Uh, so your SoFi, SoFi, let's take a look at SoFi. Dun, dun. Still on a downtrend on the monthly, but let's take a look on the daily here. Daily, little signs of reversal here, little signs of juice near the 14. Honestly, I hate to say it, guys, but I think SoFi might drop down to 10 again. And then if it drops down to 10, i definitely going to be interested in this stock. I like the stock. The stock has had good earnings. Had, had a good rapport, looks looks to have a good story. But I think until you get that bank charter, kind of keep your eyes off of this one for a little while. We'll see what happens. It really is trying to catch that support there at 14. But if it breaks down through that, the next level down is to 12. So we'll see if it gets down there towards 12, and then we'll take a look. After that, of course, following level right off the chart would be down here towards 10.10. So, you know, these are the these are the supports underneath it. Doesn't mean it's going to come towards those levels, but if it does go towards those levels, I'll be looking for a little bounce there and for it to get back up. All right, let's go ahead. Let's take a look at the next one up here. GOEV having a good day up about 4%. I want to catch up with one in the chat. What are you guys out there taking a look on? Will Marcus update us on his ride ride? No, I think he's riding that one into the sunset, AJ, but we'll, we'll find out about that. Let's keep going. Uh, ZEV, a better play, government contracts for buses. Uh, let's take a look here. Lightning E-Motors, um, it had a big push, right? We saw that big push, and now it's pulling back here towards 750, almost all the way back there towards the low, 624s, or you can look at the wick on that 613. Uh, the real question is, when does it stop? I mean, this thing is coming down hard. I don't know when it's going to stop coming down. So if you know, Proton, let me know because this one's this one's turned around pretty rough there after that $12 push. You would think it would uh, hold, but, I mean, it even had this gap down. So the question is, where does it find support? And, and I mean, if you maybe want to use, like, the one week, let's use the one week, see what we see. Support looks closer down here towards 625 than somewhere up here at this level. Uh, 750s, but we'll see if this one be able to hold that big candle. 
No, GM is isn't taking ride. Just use today's bump to sell ride. Hey, I can't blame them if they do that one. I won't be mad at them. Been eyeing Proterra for a while. What's the likelihood of it getting government contracts? I have to say thumbs up. But the timing of it, when does that happen? That's the important part. Because you can get these big washouts and then those contracts come back. And then you see all of a sudden this infrastructure push and the bus is coming out. So that's what you have to keep your eyes on, Dan. But can, what's the likelihood? Pretty good. I mean, I, I don't think... Well, the government is going to always pick like one company. It's going to be like, we'll pick five companies and try it out, then see which one does the best. Then you could see some bigger orders going towards one company. All right, let's keep going down, see what other stocks we have here on the list. What's the bottom in hood? Well, I can't tell you that one right now. Um, maybe a little bit later on Money Mitch, we could talk about hood. Let's go to ASTR, Bob K talking about it. Let's take a look here. What's going on with it? I know it had a couple runs before this, but let's take a look if it's bouncing back. Yeah, it looks like we got a little bit of a bounce back today. Uh, trying to get it back above 10 and hold it. So that's what I would pay attention to today. Just make sure that it gets above 10 and closes above 10. Today we got to a high of 1034, a low of 948. And right now we're at 915, 916s, or 1016s, 1015s. Let's see if it holds 10 here. And then that's what you want to see to get that reversal back there towards 12. Lucid, Lucid. Oh, man. Lucid has been taking a dump. But let's see if it comes back here. Oh, it's not even coming back today. This is interesting. I'll, I'll show you why in a second because I saw some other EVs coming back today. I was wondering if it would come back at least today. Looks like it wants to come back down towards further support. Um, I would look at a weekly on this chart, and then you can see kind of how we came up to the trend. It looked like it wanted to break out, but guess what? Just couldn't hold those levels. Couldn't hold to get back above these levels. And now the question is, where do you hold from here? Um, so, you, you know, one thing is, is that you, you got to look at further support now because you could get a test of it. And so the test could be down towards this 1821. You have to ask yourself, how much pain can I take in this stock? 2490 is pretty up there. You're talking about you're near the resistance. And so in this, in this stock, if I was in at 2590s, I would have to hold to this support let's say here, 2090s. If I was adding right here, I'd be holding to exactly that spot. And if that cracks, I'm out. But like always, do your own risk uh, assessment. Understand how much pain you can take in the stock before you're going to have to hit that out button. Because if you keep adding to it, what it does is, yes, your price goes down. But if the price goes down further from that point, you're actually going to lose more. Do not forget that. All right, guys, let's go ahead. Let's keep going through there. That was just kind of more of a uh, trying to teach moment there. No, nothing wrong with trading Lucid. I think this is going to eventually come back to test up. But when you see three highs, try to get through the resistance, and you don't get that fourth attempt immediately, that's when I, I kind of don't like the stock. Because we, let's take a look here on the daily, and I'll kind of point this out for you. So you, you tried to break out here, right? And then you turn around. 
boom, you pull back. You try to break out here, you turn around, boom, you pull back. You try to break out a third time. This is the third time you're trying to break out. And so let me get my drawing tool so I can just at least you guys are seeing exactly what I'm talking about. So this is a one resistance try, two resistance try, three resistance try. We always talk about it. Once you get that, you just need to hold support. The stock held support. It pulled back, held support right here. But then what happens here, guys? The stock comes back up like it wants to rip and it turns around hard. That's not what you wanted to see there. You wanted to see it get back up here, a fourth resistance try, and then break out. Maybe it does a little breakout and then pull back to the, the trend line, and then you get that push. But that's what you want to see here, guys. You guys, go ahead, take a picture of that, put it on NFTs, send me the, the commissions. I won't be mad at you. Let's go ahead. Let's get into another stock here. We talked enough about Lucid. What's the next catalyst that could come? Deliveries. They're talking about it. Um, some people are talking about a rumor. Uh, there's some pictures that you can find with uh, the CEO holding the number four up. And what does that mean? Does that mean we're going to get deliveries in four months? Does that mean we're going to get deliveries in four weeks? These are the rumors that are out there. I can't confirm any. So I'll just tell you what they are and what I hear. That's the next positive catalyst for Lucid is some actual deliveries and then people just driving it around because that's what's going to make a good impression and people will start enjoying it. Happy Friday. Salute, salute. Pinky's out. Pinky's out everywhere. Sue, I hope you're enjoying one up there in, in Europe. I, I mean, man, we got so many European fans out there. Let's go ahead and take a second here. Put where you're from. If you're from a state in the U.S., put the state. If you're from the wherever, wherever, in Europe, we have so many. We got South America. Where you're from, I would love to hear it, especially now that we got a lot of people. We're enjoying the day. Let's go ahead and let's keep going through some of these stocks in the chat. TTCF, one that a lot of people are looking to go long on, has made a huge turnaround on the downside. You guys know how I feel about my alternative beef here. Uh I'm not, let's just say I'm not too big of a fan and I like my steak. Let's just say that. But I mean, what are you guys thinking here? Tattooed chef, really hard turnaround, but nice reversal in the last couple of days off that 16. But man, this one went down in a hurry here. All right. Looks like the 16 is holding well there as support. I would use maybe a monthly candle on this and you can kind of see even closer towards why I use monthly candles. Uh, wrong, wrong hotkey there. It's alt T. Come on, Mitch. You know this alt T for my Benzinga pro users. Uh, you guys can get that trend line. You guys see how it went to the trend line and held it, that's what you want to see, continue to hold it, and then get back above that. If I would look for entry, I'd get try to get as close towards that line and hold underneath it to the second line, let's say 1542 as my stop out. All right, let's go ahead and catch up with the chat. Looks like we got a whole bunch of people putting in where they're from. That's what I like to see. Let's give some shout outs here. Shout out to Andrew from New Jersey, Illinois we got. Definitely not Dave. What's going on? Holland, Florida, Knoxville, California, Lesbian, Portugal. You already know. Brooklyn in the house. Michigan, Maryland, Texas, Sydney, Australia. Good day, mate. Man, I wish I could be in Australia. 
You don't even understand it, Stephen. That's great to hear. Texas, California, South Carolina, Saudi Arabia. Man, there's so many great places that I want to visit. London, Texas, Washington State, some more London fans, Florida, crazy Florida. I'm from crazy Florida, so don't worry. We're all crazy there. We're not going to be worrying about it. New Jersey here, long lots. I like it, Matt. Uh, we got Turkey in the house, Ohio, Vermont. Sue says she loves Tattooed Chef. And we got, what else we got? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Wayne, I might be visiting you soon. Well, I'll let you know if I go to Myrtle Beach. Colorado, shout out, shout out right here. Denver. You already know. Let's go ahead. Let's. What other we got? We got New Mexico, San Diego, Wyoming. We got, we got it all. Wisconsin. I see everything. Canada. Hey, shout out to you guys. Smash that like. This is what I love to see. You guys supporting us and engaging in the chat. Hey, we're all over the world and we're not stopping here on Benzinga. And I think we're really just getting started. So definitely smash the like. If you guys support us, we support you guys out there. Ron, what's going on? Money Mitch giving us some of the good stuff. How about giving the thumbs up? My man knows it well. Let's go ahead and let's get into a couple other stocks here. Let's look at AVP, one of the ones that I do not understand why it's down here. The story is so well. This is why I always tell you guys that story is everything, but when the market starts playing in a lot more factors of technicals and fundamentals, we really got to go back to the three variables that I tried to preach on Money Mitch, which is look at your story, understand the hype, but also look at the fundamentals. If both point to the upside, but then you look at the technicals and the stock looks like this, you just got to stay away from it for right now, guys. Because at the end of the day, if the technicals don't match the fundamentals and the story, you have to wait until that all matches up. That's when stocks get that big momentum push and ride up. Um, so definitely, that's what I want to see in this one. It's coming down there towards 882. Still hasn't made that big reversal that we need to see. And we'll see when AVP comes back. Desktop metals all the way down there to 760s here. Never thought I'd see the day that I'd see desktop metals back to seven. And so what am I doing? Nothing. I'm keeping my hands right underneath my seat. Got to hold them. Sometimes it's going to be better, guys, to definitely sit on your hands and not take trades. than go ahead and get into trades when you're trying to catch the dip. And every dip you see out there keeps getting broken. It happens, hurts. Don't worry. Like always, just manage your risk. Understand that whenever you get in a trade, you have to set that risk. If you need to get out, get back in. It's going to be usually 10 times uh, more profitable if you're able to get out at a spot. Let the stock come down. Maybe get back into the stock and make your profits back in a little bit more. That's usually the approach that works out in the long run. Like always, when you bag hold, the big thing is, yes, it could come back. I, I mean, I, I've everyone has bag hold before. Don't get it wrong, Hertz. We all get there. The big thing is once you bag hold, you get out of opportunities. You can't take the next one because your capital is tied up. And when our capital is tied up, we just have trouble to take new opportunities. So even if you see a new opportunity, then you get a little bit of a FOMO because you didn't take the trade. Because you wanted to take the trade, but there was no capital to take it. So 
that that happens definitely. Has Mitch covered PLTR? <laughs> no, I have not. But I, I I love the stock right now. But let's let's not go there. Where's Chris? Chris is not feeling well, so let him know. He has a little bit of a sore throat right now. He's out, so we'll keep him out for right now, and we'll keep it going. Sue, I told you that we were gonna have a show today. I did not want to let you down. I did not want to let down the fans of Spax attack. So let's keep talking some Spax here. All right. So uh, Levi wants to talk about uh, Helion. Let's go. Let's go ahead and see where it's at right now. Okay. Okay. Nice little day. Nice candle. Coming back down to support. To tell you the truth, I'm starting to like this chart. Some people would say no. But I'll point out why, right? Uh, I mean, if, if, why do I like this chart? Let's take a look on the daily here. When we close in, what do we see? A support tried to form right here, right? Then we come up and then it tries to support again and it holds it. Then it comes up and we come back towards these levels and now we're finding support again. This is what you want to see because now you at least have multiple levels you're going off of. It's not just one chart where it's gone down towards a level and you look to the left and you cannot see multiple support touches. I always look for the third touch and then an attempt for it to break the fourth time. It looks like this was that attempt to break right here, this red candle right here. And so with that being said, I'd be looking to see if maybe these lows hold and we can get an increase of volume once we get above, let's say this 840, because that's what happened last time, right? So you got, you, you look back at this and you see this kind of t- twist right here. Once you get here through this 850, it really started getting that volume to build. The volume started going up into the uptrend. That's the same thing we're going to look for. So the volume's coming down here. Let's look for a nice volume spike, a nice candle to come and show up right here. And then we'll be looking like we can really get that run. That's what I'm going to be looking for in this one. And I'll keep an eye out on it. So there you go, Levi. We'll see if it can get moving. Lucid, we already talked about that. But if you want to just lucid dream, I suggest it. Get a book. It's good. It's good. Good reading. All right. I missed it when all SPACs were pumping. Me too, bro. Me too. I missed it also. But hey, what can we do? We, we can just stay into these. Why? Because we believe these as investment vehicles. When they first came out, they were kind of more of trading vehicles. These things were going up 30 40% very easily. Now we need to look at these as investments vehicles, and we need to start looking at these as long-term. Which one could be a long-term potential massive winner? With that being said, You're not always going to be right if you just pick one. So I always talk about diversifying in these. And that's that's really all all the advice I could really give on these is just try to diversify because if you're playing all your chickens and and, are you playing all your eggs in one basket, you're just going to break them. Um, and, And really, it's all about putting your eggs in different baskets. We talked about it the pre-revenue stocks, the concept ones. And then even there's some SPACs that are actually making money out there that we expect to make a big bounce back. One of those stocks, one of those stocks to make a big bounce back that I'm looking for, you guys know how much I'm into it, is body. What's going to happen with the body? 
I have no idea, but I'll tell you one thing. We're starting to build that that trend line down, and we're kind of coming down. I think we might come down to test this low. If this stock gets towards five, call me because I'm going to have to start backing up the truck. I like this play so much that I've been waiting to get in it again. I've made some profit in it before, but the big thing is what's going to happen? When are we going to get that boom? I'm looking to get that boom in this stock eventually. But right now, it's looking like it's not it, and it's looking like it's on the pullback to seven. But like always, keep working that body. Nah, I'll just play it with you guys. Now, nah, but I, I don't even use Beach Body right now. I I had uh, given it to my fiance to use, check it out, what she thinks, you know. But hey, we'll see what happens. Let's keep going here. Next up, let's get into another stock here. Which one do you guys want to talk about? You guys, let me know. Like always, smash the like. Clover, who's a clove out there? I want to hear if you guys like clove. Put a one if you're bullish, clove. Put a two if you're bearish. Let's see where it's at right now. Uh, it's right there off the support. What's going to happen here multiple times to get through these levels? It's gone and tested this multiple times. That's where we spiked three support tries. Got a spike. Now we're getting back towards it. Are we going to downtrend? Are we going to break support? What's going to happen in Clove? You guys let me know. Oof. Vizio, Vizio. Somebody save body. Down on the Clove. Arrival. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit of arrival. There's a two. Do you think the SEH will move on merger? Mm, not a bad, Not a bad question there, Joe. Let's go ahead. Let's get into one of these questions now. Clove is going to be an interesting one. Do I think this one can get back? Yes. Um, I'm actually bearish here, though. I think it's going to go ahead and break that support. Chris is actually bullish on this one. So, hey, if you want to take that, that's just how we see it also. I saw a one and a two in the chat. <laughs> Yogi said, I'm a bag holder. It's okay. It happens to us all. I can't blame you. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, someone says they need a smoker. Solar, hit me up on Twitter. Maybe I can find you the smoker here in Colorado. I'm sure I'm sure they have it here. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into some of these that are now being mentioned in the chat. Arrival being mentioned by Levi. I'll get into that one. But let, let me first touch one that was mentioned here, SEAH. And let's take a look here where we're at on the chart. What could happen to this one? We know Betway uh, is the one that's trying to – is the one that's going public through this. We need to get through the 10 – level again so i actually like that this one's holding sideways hasn't really broken down and has given you kind of this big triangle right and so you need to see some volume come back into this stock you want to see some volume get into this level and which is this prior time in april and really start spiking up through the 10 the 10 is right here so if we can get kind of some maybe some chop action here, you know, kind of doing this kind of action, then get that big breakout through 10. Yeah, I could see a lift through this. And I mean, we have a resistance up here towards 1080. So that can happen in an instant there. So I'm going to be watching SEAH off of that mer merger. But the question is also is redemptions. What happens with redemptions is something that's been massively important for SPACs right now, merger votes. So that's I, another thing that I would say pay attention to. All right, guys, we're getting towards that 1140 time. You guys do me the favor. Where are we at on the likes? We got 101 likes. 
Do I have to remind you what kind of giveaway I tried to give away for 150 likes today? I don't even think I should remind you. A little part of me is like, Mitch, don't do it. Don't give away the Epic exclusive. But hey, you guys do me the favor. Smash the like. Support us. I want to beat some some people in likes today. Get them up there. Get them up. Let's go. All right. Let's catch up with the chat. What's up? Can you see BBIG? Uh, not not really a spec, so I, I'm, I'm gonna try to stay off of that. Maps is one I'll take out. So what's maps? Maps is of course. I, I should show the show the app on my phone, but let me not get into that one. Maps maps is looking interesting here. Nice pullback, interesting pullback. Um, one thing I'd point out is that there was kind of these multiple lows here that you went, you just undercut them, just went right back above. So I'd kind of start paying attention to that wick. So there's a wick right here from the 19th of July. That's the 1250 mark. For me, that's kind of the mark that we can't break anymore on the downside because we want to see the stock start building up some volume profile down here in this kind of area and then get that breakout. Right now, it is trying to catch some volume there. That's why you see that pop below, pop below, pop below. You don't want to see it break below that 1250 because then it could head down towards the next support, which is kind of this 1180s, and then there's a gap down towards 1078. We'll see if this one can get back up and trending. Uh, I would kind of draw this trend line from the peaks. These are peaks that it's trying to do, and so it could peak back up here at some point let's say somewhere in the 18s or 19s, but it really needs to get some drive down there to get that levels pushing. All right, what's going on? How we doing out there? Smash it two times a day. Got it 10 times a day. You know it. Hands in the air. Let's keep it going. Uh, if I covered SoFi, yes, I already covered SoFi, Sue. Um, I learned from Mitch, though. Know when to let it go. It's hard to be stuck. Yes, yes. Um, I, I would have to say that 100%. You know, one of the things is a lot of people would ask me, and, and I'm going to be as honest as I can. If I look at my journal, right, my trading journal, my data, I have more losers this year than winners, but yet I am, what, I think 30 or 40% in the green? No, I think 30 right now. It was bouncing on the overall count, we're talking overall count, not just one trade. You know, I've made plenty of trades up there in that 30%. But one of my things is not always is, is to focus on your losers because, yeah, you're going to have losers. But if you learn how to cut them and you learn how to cut them quick, then when you get those winners and the trade goes well for you and you actually hold to that return that you're looking for. So you're, we're talking here profit to loss ratio. That's what's going to get you into these SPACs. That's what the long-term approach needs to be. You need to understand, hey, am I risking $2 here to get $6 on the upside? That's what helps out. Because let's say if it was that same approach, I can lose $2 what? Once, twice, three times. And if I get one trade to go well for me on that fourth trade, guess what? I'm break even. This is what I try to do every single day. So definitely smash the like. This is what I try to do. And, and there's going to be some losers. There's definitely going to be times like let's say March time when we were getting this downturn or you could you could look back at when SPACs were getting crushed a little bit earlier here. I was getting hit hard too. It's going to happen. But what I did was 
I tightened up on the risk, tightened up on the capital. And if I did take trades, I took them with smaller size until I saw the momentum come back. And when I saw the momentum come back, I jumped right on it, was able to make all the losses that I had in a month back in about two weeks. Go figure. That's what I like to do, guys. It's the waves of trading, and we're always going to have these waves. Appreciate you, Yogi. You already know. That's what it's all about. Loving this chart. Uh, explanation, a new trader. Hey, Randy, this is what we do on the SPACs attack. We try to give you a little bit of technicals. We try to talk a little bit about SPACs. I don't have my brain with me today. That's Chris Ketchy. If you guys don't know who he is, look him up on Twitter. But definitely, he would be here supporting me, talking all about these SPACs, and, and we'll keep going through them. Let's get into some other ones here. We got about 14 minutes left on the show. We want you guys to go ahead and give me a SPAC that you guys want to keep looking at. I see Op5 being brought up by Vintage. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Op5. All right. So it looks like we're getting down there towards 620s on OpFi. This one really getting crushed. I saw that there was some uh, short reports put on this one. And it looks like investors are buying in on that short report. At least for right now, this is in a hard downtrend. Really all started when you cracked this support, right? And so one thing, I mean, this stock was trying. It was trying. It got up there, bounced, got up there, it bounced. It tried to set up for another breakout attempt right here. But guess what? The candle turned around. It should have came up to this level, but instead went right back to support. Once you get that third test of support, guess what happened, guys? One attempt to break through, two attempts, broken. And then from that point, now we're just on this downtrend, this hard downtrend. You have to get out of the downtrend right now to kind of – even think about this stock. I would look at it on a monthly candle, and this is going to be an ugly-looking candle. Look at that. From 10 all the way down to 6 in one candle. This is why the monthly candles are important. This is why I'm stressing them for specs because I think people need to start looking into deeper time frames, finding when these specs come back, and when they come back, that's your chance. If they're not coming back, it's not time to catch knives right now. I mean, if you want to do that, you're going to end up with a whole mess of knives in your back. And, and I mean, that's, that's not what anybody wants, right? You can only hold so many bags, I'll tell you that, before you got no capital and you're just literally hoping and praying. Don't try to get in that situation. Always try to stay in control. Hope Chris feels better. I'll, I'm sure I'll let him know. And I'm sure he's probably watching in the background. He's probably hanging out. Uh, just, just getting a little bit better. Hertz wants to talk a little bit about Holly, but Ron that was pushing the likes a little bit early was bringing up a stock here. I probably don't even know this one, but let's bring it up here. BHBN. Ooh, pharmaceutical. <laughs> My man bringing up a stock that is not a SPAC, but Hey, he, he wants to bring it up. I'll give it some spotlight. How's that? That's, that's a good chart. That's a month. Look at the monthly. That's called a trend, guys. That is a nice trend on there from 70 to 130s. Three or four months ripping on up there, straight green. That's what we want to see come out of specs, guys. All right, let's go ahead. Let's keep going through here. View, Mike E bringing up view. It's an interesting one. Let's take a look here. It's coming down towards $4. Ooh, could this one get the, the, the worst spec award? Can it keep going? 
It's trying. It's trying, Mikey. What's up? What's up, guys? How we doing out there? I'm seeing some people talk about DraftKings. Alex, let's take, let's take a look. At least this one's holding up, right? Everyone wants to tell me, but there's no, there's, there's no SPAC doing well. Well, I mean, you can't be really mad at DraftKings, really. I mean, it's not coming back to 10 anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. But let's take a look. What happened here? Um, so I think this was a start right here of a bear pattern. And so you got this downward action, right? And you start getting this kind of bear flag approach. So you kind of got a resistance here, a resistance here. The real question is what's going to happen here? So we're starting to get this kind of approach. The real question is, so you get this one resistance try, two resistance try, three resistance try. It needs to come back up here and break out of this pattern if it could break out of this pattern yes i do think it could have that upside look towards 68 60s and then if if it gets through all those it could get up there to 72 but i do think 60s in reach it has been trying to get out of there it had a strong candle here on the 12th it's pulled back here let's see if it can get back above and break through that high that high was 5472 we want to see it break through that high right here at 72s and then really start lifting. That's on DraftKings, Alex. All right, that's going to probably do it for me, guys, at least on charts. I wanted to talk a little bit more about taking the approach and SPACs that we all want to, right? I mean, at the end of the day, when we when we first got into SPACs, and this was last year, um, this was, let's say, November, October, these stocks were going 30 to 40%. Now, when they move up, a lot of the times we're seeing, what, 10, 20, maybe 30% spikes. Not too often are you seeing a, a SPAC spike more than 30% right now. And, and there is some outliers. You know, you can call some outliers ZEV when it first bounced up. But the real question is, where is the return in these stocks? So one approach that I've always liked to take is looking at if I trade these, how much can I potentially make and how much am I really going to make? You know, if you start noticing that if you're only making 10% returns on these trades and you're risking 10%, maybe these aren't the best trades right now. So you have to really see that the results match the profit to loss ratio. So uh, in, in our case, you know, a lot of times I'm trying to do what's called a three to one trade, right? So I'm trying to get about 30% on the return but I'm only risking about 10% on the name. If I start noticing that, hey, I'm taking profits early, I'm getting out at 15, 20, I might have to lower down that risk towards 5%. Because if, if I'm going to keep seeing that I can't get to my reward target and it's not getting up there, even when we get the moves, even when we get the catalyst, when we time it correctly, then you have to just lower down your appetite and try to do what works best for your data. And that's what I'd tell you. It's not necessarily about my data. Look at your data. Is this what it's telling you? If, it, if this is what it's telling you, then this is how I would suggest to adapt. All right, what's going on? Hey, Mitch, are, are you with the Suns in four? I have no idea what that one was. Uh, let's keep going. The Suns, maybe the Suns basketball team. All right, gambling, crypto, and cannabis will win out. 
not bad industries, right? I mean, when we when we probably would first talk about these industries 10 years ago, gambling, crypto, cannabis, even 10 years ago, you still would have been like, uh, I'm not so sure. Mm, the trend, is it going to be there? We can see now, Mark, right? I mean, the way that crypto has been, the way that gambling has been, the way that cannabis has been, in the long run, these were new asset classes that were formed that go ahead and have those bull waves. We need to always try to keep in mind on some of these new asset classes, like SPACs came in, and, and they weren't a brand new asset class. They were kind of something that just wasn't focused on, but it became a trending vehicle. And when those trending vehicles happen, we definitely need to take advantage of them and understand when the trends change. So right now, we're seeing a, a downturn in, in, in cannabis, right? But then we're also seeing an uprise in crypto. We're seeing sideways action in gambling plays, and we're seeing in specs kind of downward action, if not sideways action. So let's wait till we start seeing these lifts, then we can attack the stocks. Mitch, do you still have GAN? No, I do not have GAN anymore. I, do I like it? Yeah, I, I got to say, when I saw the report, um, it was kind of interesting to see that gap down. I thought this gap down would get filled. This is this is the shadow filled. They got their earnings. They dropped down there to 1350s, and they scooped back up. Why did I like those, those levels? Because the one-month chart. One month chart shows sideways action right here multiple times. You had it in May, you had it in in July, um, and now August is holding that 1350. If anything up here towards 1450 now, you want to see this hold. So any pullbacks towards 1450s, you need to see that hold, and you want to see it push back off that level. So on the one day chart, let's take a look where it is right now. It just pushed up there to 1550s. It could gap up to finish this push on up there to 1590s. Then I'd look for kind of a choppy action to really get it back up there. Maybe you get a pullback closer towards 1450 and you can attack that level. Do I still have Genius? No. <laughs> I, I, I sold Genius. was one of my biggest winners of this year for 65% overall. I'll take that. <laughs> I'm not going to be greedy. If I go back to that name, I'm probably trying to give it back and back and back what ends up happening is you get back 20 percent, then you get back 10 percent. then you're like you know what i'm gonna go for it one more time and you give up another 20 percent. then you look back i only made 10 percent returns on that stock because i gave 50 percent of it back not not gonna happen with me uh let's keep going ajax last one i want to get into 1156 then i'm going to be switching on over to power hour i know they got a, probably a great show for you guys I've tried to stay in here as long as I could. We did live trading before this, but do me the favor, guys. I've been on for like over two hours now. Smash the like, support us on Benzinga. We try to do the best we can. I'm, I've been releasing other videos. If you guys want to check out a video I just released yesterday, go ahead and look up the beginner trading course there. We have a playlist on Benzinga. You can check it out. It's by me. I have some more evergreen content coming out and I'm going to be coming out with more evergreen content for you traders to really learn how I approach things, whether that be by going after baskets, whether that be understanding the level twos, whether that be what I did yesterday, developing the trader's mindset, 
which is so important. The mental aspects of trading are really what take you to that next level. Because once you know a strategy, it's all about execution, execution, execution. And if you can't execute, I'll tell you right now, you can take whatever strategy you have, crumble it, and toss it in the trash. Because at the end of the day, uh, it's just not going to happen, guys. Uh, you have to be able to execute a strategy for it to give you that return that you're expecting. All right, let's take a look right quick at Ajax. Let's t- Before we get on out of here, this one's been turning around really hard. Not what you want to see in a stock like this. This is the kind of stock that if you, if you don't set a line in the sand, you very much could see it go to $5. And if I got in this at, like, say, 950s, this is why I want to get out of stocks. Because let's say I got in this at, at 950. Boom. I usually, for, for SPACs, I set a $1 stop out a lot of the times because I'm getting in near $10. $1 is near that 10%, right? So I'll, I'll definitely calculate it if it's off of that. But let's say I got in there at 950. I'm only going to risk to 9 And especially if this stock goes and then wicks, then the next day it pops up through my level, comes back to my my stop out level. Definitely not going to let it go through that second time. I'd get out there at nine and then I'd let this stock come back down towards five. And then maybe when it starts really sideways actioning and giving me that consolidation look, that's when I get back in and I could make my money back as it comes back to that nine dollars versus being stuck in the name and holding the bag so that there's a there's a lot out these that you you can get into the bag holding situation quickly what i want to tell you guys is understand what your risk level is where the tolerance is it's not just hold forever and if it is hold forever understand your capital will be tied up and that's okay too let's say you're just like I believe this for the rest of my life. I'm going to put it away. It can go in the IRA account. And when I'm, you know, 70, 80, I'll figure out how I can pay the taxes. But that's that's the approach. If, if you're taking that approach, I understand. But right now, a lot of these are breaking support. And you got to be careful out there, traders. All right, that's probably going to do it for me now. Hope I got my brain next time, Chris Ketchy. And like always, the SPACs. Boom, attack, baby. Bye. Bye.